Uh, see, okay, I misunderstood. I thought that um it's okay I thought, Tommy. well in the quote too because it says i quote i need to call my lawyer right now and sue someone uh this is great i'm gonna get paid today so oh I yeah guess, no it's okay it I is a lot of words yeah. so there's some words above those words wow hello everybody and welcome to movie toast movie news i am joined by my ever so favorite co-host mr tommy brosin Hello. And our new permanent co-host, Mr. Dennis Korn. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Thank you for having me and welcome you. And this is Dennis's last show because he's everybody <laughs> out. I'm just fucking drunk all the time, so. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Who are we missing? Corey. Oh. I think he's stuck himself. at work. Yeah, so. Maybe he might join in later. No, he did not. He he didn't shart on the way to work. <laughs> oh, you, nope. Tommy. Why are you t- why are you talking about this? Right, that's disgusting. Nobody wants to hear about <laughs> sharty misadventures. God damn it, Tommy! Are you trying to tell us that you shart it before this episode? I have never. I can honestly say that's never happened to me. Well, you're a lucky young man with good bowels. Yeah. Okay, Tommy. So, what's the first news story of the week? All right. Are they filming more of the Snyder Cut? For those of you that aren't in the know, the quote unquote Snyder Cut is in reference to the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Zack Snyder was the original director uh, signed on for Justice League, and then he was cut, right? No, well, he shot, it was a two part movie, and he shot the first part. But right as he was in post, his daughter committed suicide, so he left. And Zack Zack Snyder was then replaced with Josh Whedon, who pretty much gutted the movie and refilmed 90% of it, the rumor is. And so now it's been teased that that he made his own cut of the movie and that Warner Brothers is actually, they like paid him to recut the movie. Now, now that's that's supposedly a rumor. Yes. That they gave him fifteen okay. million dollars to to right. shoot a few more scenes, but yeah. supposedly none of this is actually able to be proven. Mm-hmm. Right. He had a contest for people to make a fan made poster for the Snyder Cut. Uh, he basically gave him a slate, and uh, written on the back of the slate, it said, "Please quote, please extend to the bearer of this slate." the right to pass all security protocols and the permission to operate this motion picture scene and sync marker on the set of any additional photography for the motion picture known as Zack Snyder's Justice League in, <laughs> in the unlikely and purely speculative event that such photography is needed. It, it can be inferred from the statement you just made. So no one's actually got this yet. This mm-hmm. is more... If it were to happen, this is what he's going to do as the grand prize. So he hasn't actually given anything away. Should this happen, that is what he's going to do for that. I thought he already gave it. I misread the article. See what happens when I read the articles, Adam? I misread them. Uh, What a misquote. Tommy, stop reading and just I will stop. Um, All right, so uh, Tommy, what's the next story? Edgar Wright has a baby on board again. So (laughs) for those of you that are continuing to scratch your head, uh, let me explain... Uh, Adam's cryptic <laughs> intro to the to this article. Uh, Edgar you Wright. Really hate my headlines, don't you? <laughs> no, I love them. Uh, so Edgar Wright was director, screenwriter. The first movie called Baby Driver, and so now the second one is officially happening 
with the original director and the cast are all coming back. It's been talked about ever since the movie came out in 2017 and why they've waited this long. I never saw the first one. That might be something for me to add to my uh, list. Oh, of definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just need to find out where to watch it. Uh, I might be able to find it on demand. But um, it, it's it got such a huge... I mean, it made, 200, what, $226 million at the global box office with only a budget of $34 million. Yeah. So that right there is huge. And the, the fact that we're waiting three years now for the sequel, something's been, going on. He's been working on some other stuff. And I'm sure it's yeah. a matter of... That movie was good enough. It's like... I, I could, I would honestly believe in a little bit of apprehension to just rush out and make a sequel. Mm-hmm. He's had the script for a year. Yeah. It's there. It lives. It exists. Right. Yeah. And just he, waiting to get it going. like Dennis was saying, he does have another movie coming out soon. And Last night in Soho. Pretty much, yeah. He doesn't want to rush it and just make some shitty movie for the hell of it. Like he yeah. said, when the last one came out, they approached him, but he wanted to get the story just right. And if you've seen the movie, you haven't, but uh, music plays a big part in it. And like, he like kind of like with Guardians of the Galaxy, but a little bit further on than that. So oh, maybe you had to choose the right music to go with it. And... I won't skip the songs. I promise. Oh yeah, <laughs> you definitely can't. Definitely can't do it in that movie. Yeah. I won't. If you think about it too, I was just thinking about this. There's a lot of movies that fans have had to wait 10 plus years for the sequel. So it's only three years. That's actually not that bad. Do you nice. think it'll be as successful as the first one, or do you think it could have the sequel? Uh, syndrome that a lot of sequels I don't have. know. I think it, the fact that it's already Edgar Wright and the fact that it's Baby Driver 2, that's, that Same alone cast. is probably going to make the money back in the first couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. It, People it, just want to go see it based on that fact. Yep. Alone. That, that, uh, um, that alone will make the money back. Yeah, I love everything Edgar Wright's done pretty much. And oh, yeah. Baby Driver was his first American movie and it was great. So, yeah. Uh, he's more of a uh, he's a UK-based director. He started doing a television series with uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah, uh, which was called oh, Space. So he directed Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, the him and end. Simon Pegg wrote it. Yeah, it's called the Coronado Trilogy. Okay. Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, him. Oh, he did, did all those. Movies. Hot Fuzz, yep. uh, that's, Shaun that's of the, the Dead, trilogy. The World's End. He did Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I still mm-hmm. haven't seen Scott Pilgrim vs. Oh, the man. World. Oh. I need to watch that. That's Some people so don't like it, but it's great. Baby I think that's what I it's just, oh my God, yeah. All right, I it got my assignment. Film school kids movie, that's for Baby sure. Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Mulan with the songs. Got it. Don't forget Lilo and Stitch. And Lilo and Stitch. All right, I got I'm my a busy form. week ahead of you, Tommy. Yeah. I'll see if 30 I 30 minute segments of some badass movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, there's no Steven Spielberg working on the next Indiana Jones. At least that seems to be the truth so far. He's going to step down from the director's chair at the very least and be a heavily involved producer. Instead, uh, helming the film is going to be Oscar-nominated director James Mangold, um, mm. who just directed Ford vs. Ferrari. He's also um, won an Oscar for Walk the Line, directed Night, Night and Day and The Wolverine. Yeah, he did Logan and, too, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, th- this is, yeah, clearly a AAA talent. They can totally trust in doing this type of thing. Spielberg did the same thing with Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. He handed it over to Colin Trevorrow. So yeah, this far mm-hmm. down the line, why not? It, it's got to still be interesting for him. Otherwise, I think we're just going to start getting shitty, shitty movies from Steven Spielberg. I hear that. Who wants that? Who wants that? Nobody. <laughs> but hey, good news though. We still got Harrison Ford attached to Indiana Jones 5. Yeah. 
I think why not? I think at this point, you're just, you got to lean into it. If it's going to be Indiana Jones, then it's got to be Indiana Jones. Like, especially, they're not calling a prequel. So let's see what this old indie gets up to. What's the next article? Well, it sounds like Godzilla versus Kong might be a smashing good time. There's been some test screenings of the Godzilla versus Kong film and Apparently, it's largely positive feedback. The director of the film actually posted to Instagram, yesterday was a great day for these two fellas posting a uh, re-edited poster of the 1962 King Kong versus Godzilla to feature the modern version of the characters. He's very excited that they had some very positive feedback. It won't be too long before we get to see these two duke it out on the big screen. Hey guys, do you think Daniel Radcliffe is ready to do some more Harry Potter? He hates saying no to things, but it's not something he's rushing to do, but he likes where he is right now in life and the movies he's doing as crazy as those movies are. From his perspective, I feel like it's pretty understandable. I mean, the guy was locked into a movie series for 10 years of his life. And that was one of the first big features he starred in, and he didn't get to do hardly anything else. I could totally see him just wanting to keep having fun. You know, like, just let's... I like seeing these different sides of Daniel Radcliffe. He doesn't need to be one note. He needs to... Keep trying all of the stuff you can. Yeah, I think that sums it up pretty well. Seeing as we've just concluded the Skywalker universe of the Star Wars films, the next slated release for a Star Wars film is going to be 2022. And this is supposedly an entirely new trilogy of films, just giving us a, another perspective, another slice of life in the Star Wars universe. It's a good thing to know that there's a new movie yeah. coming and it's a whole different thing altogether than and anything it's... we've seen before. It worked with The Mandalorian. It worked with Rogue One. And I think it can work with whatever the hell this might be. I'm really hoping one of these ends up starting to tell the story of the Knights of the Old Republic. That's the property that, uh, now that Disney has confirmed multiple times, is totally canon uh, in their storyline, in their Star Wars universe. I think at some point, they're going to they're gonna put their money where their mouth is and yeah. throw it on the big screen. So it's truly going to be canon and not going to be some reference, you know, that you're going to have to go read about online to understand why we're talking about this old video game. And not to be confused with Star Wars, The High Republic. Yeah, that's going to be a series of books, I believe. Whatever Disney movie comes out in 2022, I'll be there. Hopefully we'll still be podcasting then too. Yeah. So Tom Holland has had meetings about a Back to the Future remake. And he is going on record saying, don't count on it, guys, because it's one of the most perfect films that could never be made better. And I Thank couldn't God. agree more. Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale have gone on record to say they will never permit Back to the Future to be remade or any more sequels. It, mm-hmm. And I, I am in that yeah. camp. It is a perfect contained trilogy. The fact that we have the actually same director in all three movies, so you actually get the same feel. We can go to these different times and locations. Right, same, right. But um, we're, it's all done in the same voice. Yes. And that, it is a perfect... I agree. It is a perfect trilogy. What's the next story here, guys? <laughs> oh, you guys can take this one. I have no interest in this one. <laughs> I didn't even it's, read this one. <laughs> <clears throat> well, it's kind of interesting because um, this is actually a conversation my girlfriend and I have had a couple of times. Um, Go for it. The, um, so the new CEO has stepped up at Disney. Bob Iger was the previous CEO. He just recently announced he's stepping mm-hmm. down from his position, at least made it publicly known through the rest of what he was contractually obligated to fulfill that role in the company. And it's a big deal. 
This is the guy who helped acquire Marvel. He helped acquire Star Wars. He helped push for Disney Plus becoming what it is. This is a guy who not only kept Disney at the forefront of the, you know, some of the biggest uh, entertainment pieces in the last several years, but he kept them making money throughout all this stuff and taking his position. This is the guy who's been in charge of Disney Parks brand management. This is someone who's uh, clearly going to have a very cohesive idea of yeah. how to keep these big projects alive. Iger isn't leaving. He's, um, he's stepping down to a lower position, but he's still going to be creative, creatively involved with Disney for quite some time. Got it. Mm-hmm. It's just nowhere now, near as much responsibility. He's when did been, Iger take over? Like, what? how I, long has he been I think there? it's been like 15, 20 years? Yes. 15, okay. uh, 15 years he's been at CEO. So if you can think everything Disney has touched in the last 15 years, this guy has been helping. Spread. And not only that, even like opening up Disney of Tokyo and like just every single yeah. thing that Disney's done, he's made a giant monopoly out of something that was kind of on the decline when he jumped in and he's just turned everything around. Yeah, Fox, I, Marvel, see. Disney, Lucasfilm, like Dennis was saying. Pixar. Yeah, and that, like That's we, why he's staying right there. He's still going to be very heavily involved. I, it's refreshing to hear a, a company this big is still this concerned with the quality of the product they're delivering and not just how much money are they making. I, I, I like hearing these other parts. It sounds like they get excited about these things. You mm-hmm. know, we wouldn't be getting these big tentpole Marvel movies and Star Wars movies and stuff without somebody who is actually excited to bring these things to the forefront. <laughs> Keep, keeping, a, keeping a well-oiled ecosystem alive. It's yeah. un- understanding how all of these little parts, you know, yeah. Uh, if you ever want to read a pretty interesting book, he has a biography called The Ride of a Lifetime. I I bought it. I've only read the first chapter so far, but it's really well written and just interesting things you'd never think about. Like he talks about back when there was a, the shooting at that nightclub in Orlando about the fact that that almost happened at Disney and that they could go back and see the guy went to Disney with the weapons and he was ready to do it. But security was so ramped up that night, he wasn't able to do it. And that they have a database where they know where all their employees are at any one time. So if a tragedy happens, they know how to reach out and find them. It's, it's crazy. And that's all in a couple of chapter in a chapter. Dang. Nice Did you guys there. talk Dang. about how Bob Iger stepped down from Disney? No, what happened? What? <laughs> Tell us about this. Now you guys didn't talk about that? Oh we my did. god. Yeah, we did. We literally Sorry, that was the there. last thing that we talked about. That was oh, our weekly good, Walt Disney a, talk. That's a good one. Anyway, you guys could just cut me out and pretend I was never here. Oh, I think Adam's already planning it out in his head. <laughs> The I saw your text though. Is happening right now. <laughs> hey, wait. Well, we got you here, Corey. How do you feel about Spielberg not doing Indy Five? Uh, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they shouldn't do Indy Five. Spielberg's not doing it, and I think Spielberg's not doing it because Disney got their grubby paws all over it now, and they booted Lucas from all their stuff. And Lucas is Spielberg's friend. And Spielberg's probably just over it. I just think that they shouldn't do it. Just, I mean. What if Shia LaBeouf's in it? We don't, we don't need the beef. You don't? I thought <laughs> still, you. Still don't do it. You're, you're a fan, <laughs> though, aren't you? You became a fan of LaBeouf? Spielberg's my number one dad, so I'm not going to. He's gonna, still going to produce it. He's still going to be a producer. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. That's okay? just a title. I think he's still going to be involved. If his no. name's associated, I'm telling you right now, if his name's associated in, with it in any way, he's going to have some say in it. 
His name was on Tintin. We all saw how great that was. Tintin. What's your point? Oh, yeah, it's not point? great, but it's I, it's an adventure. So is it just like Dennis's audio is bad and now mine is too? Oh, yours is even worse. This? No. Oh, okay, good. As long bad. as I'm not the worst this week. I, I joined on an accident. Where, where did you come from, Corey? The can. You sick fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's me. All right. Well, all right. you guys have a great day. Yeah, have a good week. Take care, folks. Until next time, stay toasty. Oh, stay toasty. That's stay toasty is awesome. Old shit, right there. And I like Corey knows all about gold shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh oh, god! Oh, that's nasty. (laughs) You keep your shitty butthole away from me. (laughs) 